To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance in his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 73, page 428. Truly God is loving unto Israel, even unto such as are of a clean heart. Nevertheless, my feet were almost gone, my treadings had well nigh slipped. And why, I was grieved at the wicked, I do also see the ungodly in such prosperity. For they are in no peril of death, but are lusty and strong. They come in no misfortune like other folk, neither are they plagued like other men. And this is the cause that they are so holden with pride, and cruelty covereth them as a garment. Their eyes swell with fatness, and they do even what they lust. They corrupt other and speak of wicked blasphemy. Their talking is against the Most High. For they stretch forth their mouth unto the heaven, and their tongue goeth through the world. Therefore fall the people unto them, and thereout suck they no small advantage. Tush, say they, how should God perceive it? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Lo, these are the ungodly. These prosper in the world, and these have riches and possession. 
And I said, Then have I cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. All the day long have I been punished, and chastened every morning. Yea, and I had almost said even as they, but lo, then I should have condemned the generation of thy children. Then thought I to understand this, but it was too hard for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I the end of these men. Namely, how, dost, how thou dost set them in slippery places, and castest them down, and destroyest them. Oh, how suddenly do they consume, perish, and come to a fearful end. Yea, even like as a dream when one awaketh, so shalt thou make their image to vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and it went even through my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant, even as it were a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am always by thee, for thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon the earth that I desire in comparison of thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that forsake thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that are unfaithful unto thee. But it is good for me to hold me fast by God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all thy works in the gates of the daughter of Zion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 21st verse of the 7th chapter of Jeremiah. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Add your burnt offerings to your sacrifices, and eat meat. For I did not speak to your fathers, or command them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. But this is what I commanded them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people. And walk in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but followed their counsels and dictates of their evil hearts, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have even sent to you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they did not obey me or incline their ear, but stiffened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. Therefore you shall speak all these words to them, but they will not obey you. You shall also call to them, but they will not answer you. So you shall say to them, This is a nation that does not obey the voice of the Lord their God, nor receive correction. Truth has perished and has been cut off from their mouth. Cut off your hair and cast it away, and take up lamentation on the desolate heights, for the Lord has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the children of Judah have done evil in my sight, says the Lord. They have set their abominations in the house which is called by my name to pollute it, and they have built the high places of Tophet, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, nor did come into my heart. Therefore, behold, 
the days are coming, said the Lord, when it will be no more called Tophet, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. For they will bury in Tophet until there is no room. The corpses of this people will be food for the birds of the heavens and of the beasts of the earth, and no one will frighten them away. Then I will cause to cease from the cities of Judah and from the streets of Jerusalem the, voices of, the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land shall be desolate. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here begins the 32nd verse of the 10th chapter of St. Mark. Now they were on a road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going before them, and they were amazed. And as they followed, they were afraid. Then he took the twelve aside again and began to tell them the things that would happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be destroyed to the chief priest. I'm sorry, the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priest and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles, and they will mock him and scourge him and spit on him and kill him, and the third day he will rise again. Then James and John, the son of Zebedee, came to him, saying, Teacher, we want to do... We want you to do for us whatever we ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? He said to them, Grant us that we may sit one on your right hand and the other on your left, your left in your glory. And they said to him, You do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And he said to them, We are able. So Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink the cup that I drink and... With the baptism I am baptized with, you will be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it is for those who, whom it was prepared. And when the turn, ten heard it, they began to be greatly displeased with James and John. But Jesus called them to himself, and he said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them, yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to serve, but to serve, 
to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou, thy servant, depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. With thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee and do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants, and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty to be our defense against all our enemies, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In our first lesson this evening from Jeremiah, we come to the end uh, in Jeremiah 7, what's referred to as the Temple Sermon. This is where Jeremiah stands in the gates of the Temple and preaches against the nation of Israel. So the themes of this sermon are common prophetic themes that we read in the Old Testament. Um, they center in on Israel's faulty religion, so that is her presumptuous and her misguided trust in her external practices. 
coupled then with her really grossly unethical behavior. So the temple for Israel obviously played a very crucial role in Israel, and it was intended to be the meeting place between God and man. But Israel had a, again, a, a misguided, misguided sense of it. They came to see it as a sort of a guarantee, if you will, a guarantee of God's protection, a guarantee of God's presence, essentially no matter what they did. So in a way, it gave, gave them, in their minds, a license to do what they want, because, whatever they wanted to, because, well, we have a temple, we're good. And this got to a really extreme point. So here we see idol cults, we even see um, the high places, reference to child sacrifice. So Josiah um, had made reforms and had tried to get, get rid of all of this, but apparently it had returned. And for this, Israel would be punished for these sins. And man, these descriptions here are pretty brutal, right? <laughs> it's why the, the prayer book actually cuts it out because the descriptions are, yeah, they're pretty brutal. There won't be enough room to bury the bodies. The wild birds and the animals will consume the corpses. Um, I think the, the overarching point, one of the primary themes from the prophets continues to be this, and that is, yes, Israel, you, you have the temple, you have the liturgical life, but at the end of the day, it's faithfulness and obedience that God requires from your heart. And the same thing goes for us as well. Then in our second lesson, uh, Mark chapter 10, so this is, so after Jesus then gives, this would be his third prediction of his death and his resurrection. And we see this interesting request from James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Essentially what they're asking for is they're asking for the two chief places of honor. Again, the underlying idea here is, okay, Jesus is going to restore the kingdom. When he does restore the kingdom, he defeats the Romans. So there's going to be places of honor to give out. So they're asking then for these two primary places of honor. So the lack of understanding from the disciples, it almost gets to a point where it's comical. Um, and it's a, a persistent theme throughout the Gospels. And we see it here from Jesus' response. They have no idea what's going on. They have no idea. They've just completely missed it. It's almost as though they haven't been hanging out with Jesus all this time. So the cup and the baptism here are images from the Old Testament of suffering and judgment, which, again, they say they're able to receive it, to receive them, having no idea what they're talking about. And Jesus responds, he says, in essence, you will. You don't get it, but you actually will receive these things. That is, you will experience suffering. But the places of honor simply are not mine to give, and they should not be sought. It's interesting here because then the other ten disciples are really just as bad. They're upset because they wanted the places of honor too, which leads to this debate amongst them. And so then Jesus responds to all of them by speaking to the, the, the upside-down nature, the unexpected way in which things work in the kingdom. It's the central paradox of the kingdom. And that is, greatness is actually humility. So true greatness in the kingdom of God is service. The ones who are truly great are not those who receive service from others, as would be commonly thought and expected, but those who, in humility, are the ones who actually are doing the service, just as Jesus, just as the Son of Man himself models. So we'll continue now with our intercession on page 590.
and take a second and call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you, Father Kevin. Thank you so much. Have a much. good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Night. <laughs>